The LA Clippers are on a nine-game winning streak and are currently on a two-game losing streak. And with Kawhi Leonard questionable for Monday's game and another week of strictly home games, what does this week mean for the Clippers? What are the challenges that are facing them? And how big of a week is it? Going to be talking about it all on today's Locked On Clippers. Clippers. You are Locked On Clippers, your daily Los Angeles Clippers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, sir. You are locking in with the clips. Thank you for making Locked On Clippers the first listen of your day, your team every day. I'm your host, Darren Viziri, born and raised in L.A. and in my 19th season as a Clipper fan. You can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram at DimeDropperPod and subscribe to my own YouTube channel, Dime Dropper, for even more L.A. Clipper and L.A. sports content. And Locked On Clippers, free and available wherever you get your podcasts, including YouTube, where I want you to let me know what our record is going to be this week in the two games we have against the Charlotte Hornets and the Memphis Grizzlies, both of those games coming at the Staples Center, the Crypto.com Arena, whatever you call it. And this episode where we're going to talk about those games is brought to you by Game Time. Game Time is the best place to get great deals on last-minute tickets. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event. All you got to do is create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONNBA for $20 off. Clipper Nation, how we doing? I hope you guys had a good Christmas if you celebrate with your families or doing whatever you do. And now... We're ready for the home stretch of 2023. It's been a great year for, eh, it's been a good year for me, I'd say. I'd hope it's been a great year for you. It hasn't necessarily been a great year for the Clippers, but all that matters is that we take the positive momentum into the new year, 2024, and it's all about closing strong this week. And the last time I did one of these week previews, we went 4-0. and And I said, we got four home games, and we took care of business. Well, similar kind of thing right here. But it's only two games. So my first takeaway when I saw the schedule for this week is that the Clippers actually have some rest. We played against Boston on Saturday. But on Sunday, nobody played. And on Monday for Christmas, the Clippers didn't play. So we got two days off before this game on Tuesday. Now, the big question, is Kawhi Leonard going to play? The beat writers listed him as questionable. But the team listed him as questionable, and the beat writers reported that and told us on Monday night that he is questionable for the game against Charlotte. Now, look, if it's a situation where they're really, really scared he might get hurt again or might get bumped and aggravate it or re-aggravate it, then you know what? Fine. I'm not totally opposed to him taking one more game off, missing three of the first 30 games. We play the Charlotte Hornets, who have lost seven games in a row without him, get the job done, and they can come back on Friday against Memphis because that will now be over a week off for him, which is big time right now. And for it not to hurt us entirely too much, if we that's assuming we beat Charlotte, 
not a big deal. One and two without Kawhi, I can live with that, especially given the competition that we played against with Boston and then at OKC. But the rest in between Tuesday to Friday is good as well. You get two days off. And then we don't have a game on Saturday. We don't have a game on Sunday. Our next game is actually on Monday. And that one's going to be against the Miami Heat. That's on New Year's. So the Clippers have two days off going into this game, have been off for two days. And then they'll have two days off going into the Friday game against Memphis. Then they don't play on Saturday and Sunday, and then we play against Miami. So this is a great time for the players to get a little bit of rest more than they normally would. And hopefully the main thing, get Kawhi Leonard back to 100% and get him ready to play because Memphis and Miami – those aren't going to be easy games by any stretch. But the fact that the Clippers are at home right now, home for the holidays as well, have that time off, it should give them a little recharge. Because let's let's just do a little bit of reflecting, right? We won nine straight games. We were the hottest team in the league. Kawhi Leonard playing the best basketball that we've seen him play in the regular season since 2020, in my opinion. Even better than last season. Let's take a look at his season stats right now at this point. He's averaging 24.4 points per game, which is our leading scorer. He is getting six rebounds a game, 5.9 for the exact number, and then three and a half assists per game. But granted, he's still doing a good job playmaking. And when we bring in a Russell Westbrook and a James Harden, that's going to take the ball out of his hands for those kind of situations and put the ball in his hands for more scoring situations, whether it be catching and shooting from three, which he's been doing more of this season, or catching the ball at the elbow, catching the ball coming off screens, which we've seen a lot more since we got Russ. And then, of course, now even with James Harden, being able to still have those looks where he's catching the ball, mid-range area, mid-post, and just getting to isolate because you don't want to just make Kawhi a spot-up off-ball player. You want to give him the ball and let him work. And a lot of times Kawhi gets hockey assists too, you know, the pass to the assist because he gets so much attention. But along with the 24, 6, and 3.5, and he's averaging a steal and a half per game. And if you round up, he's averaging a block a game as well. And only one and a half turnovers per game. For how much he has the ball in his hands, that is a huge luxury to have your star player be low turnover, which we were used to with Chris Paul. But Kawhi Leonard obviously has given you a lot more scoring-wise than CP3 ever did. Minutes-wise, he's averaging 34 and a half minutes a game. Now, you compare that to last season. He was averaging 33.6 minutes a game. Granted, last season he was on a minutes restriction for a minute. This season... No pun intended there, by the way. This season, not as much. 2021, 34.1, so 0.4 less. And then 2020, 32.4. He's actually playing the most minutes that he's played in his entire career this season. And honestly, I didn't even know that until I just said it to you. That's a little bit concerning. A little bit. I love the way he's playing. He's averaging more points than last season. That's great. And I only think the number's going to go up. He's only averaging 0.4 points less than 2021 regular season. But I think he's going to average 25-plus points per game this season. The way he's playing and the way he's trending, I love it. But I would like to see him average 33 minutes per game at the most. Last season, he was at 33.6, 2021-34, I'm listing out all those numbers just because there's a common theme there, and that's that 33 minutes seems to always have been his sweet spot. I know he's missed 
games a lot more recently as a Clipper with the torn meniscus and a torn ACL. Technically, the torn meniscus, he didn't actually miss any games, just the playoffs. He missed those three games, and then he was out for the summer, but he was back for opening night. So that wasn't actually eh, – I can't say that wasn't detrimental because we lost a playoff series in the first round in which we probably would have won, in my opinion. And I know Clipper Nation feels the same way about that. But Kawhi, 33 minutes seems to be like that sweet spot. And when we have a team of this stature, this magnitude, a super team kind of deal with three star players and then a guy that can be a star on a given night in Westbrook and Norman Powell, who's a six man of the year kind of candidate, you know, we shouldn't have Kawhi Leonard playing 34 minutes per game. So hopefully that number will drop to 33. You don't want him getting too burnt out as the season goes on. But again, I love that Kawhi has really taken this challenge of playing all these games and playing the back-to-backs, and it's unfortunate what happened to him. But if he's back against Charlotte, there's nothing to worry about, and we're good to go. If he misses Charlotte, I'll be a little more concerned than I already am, which is a tad on a scale of 1 to 10, I'd say like a 3. If he misses the game, I'll be up to maybe a 4 or 5. But if we get him back by Memphis, that's what I'm really hoping for. And coming up, I'm going to be talking about the games a little bit specifically. Let's talk about the Charlotte Hornets game. Let's talk about the Memphis game. What do these games mean for the Clips? I'm hoping that I'm seeing 2-0 this week. Going to be talking about Charlotte coming up. i got to tell you a little something about eBay Motors. Our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy Basketball GOAT and host Josh Lloyd to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week, all season long. Whether you're prepping for a daily draft or scouting the waiver wire, every week we're going to provide you players that are guaranteed to fit on your roster. So let's see who Josh has picked out for us on this week's eBay's Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Picks of the Week. This week, I'm going to go with Jalen Johnson from the Atlanta Hawks. He's been out for a while, but he's coming back. He had a great start to the season, and the Hawks have struggled massively without him. He's a second-year player. He does a little bit of everything. I'm taking Jalen Johnson. And you know what makes me double down on that pick? DeAndre Hunter's going to miss two weeks, so Jalen Johnson's going to be doing a lot. He's going to be getting more minutes probably. I don't know if they have any minutes restrictions planned for him or anything easing in, but I'm going with him. Josh Lloyd from Locked On Fantasy Basketball is going to help you win your fantasy championship, and eBay Motors knows a championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. Same with your vehicle. What's a memory of a car you loved? Do you remember at a time when you had to fix the car to keep it running or a cool upgrade you really wanted? With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof rack, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. eBay Guaranteed Fit, only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. All right, so the Clippers playing against the Charlotte Hornets on Boxing Day, as they say. Tuesday, 
December 26th. I will be in the building. I was at the game last year against Charlotte. It was the game where it was actually the first game of the season, and it was kind of around this time as well where we had everyone healthy. I'm hoping, well, we won't have Mason Plumley in this game, but I'm hoping we get Kawhi Leonard back to have some similarities to that game and cruise to a victory over and banged up Charlotte Hornets team. Of course, no LaMelo ball in this game. So the Clippers should absolutely win. The Hornets have lost seven straight games. The Clippers are better than them with or without Kawhi. They should take care of business, get back to winning ways. And then that game against Boston is a distant memory. Because in my opinion, you're only as good as your last game in the NBA. And eh, I wouldn't say that fully, but in terms of momentum and like what you feel going into the next game. And right now, we don't have Kawhi Leonard in our last game, so we're not that great. But I think we can beat Charlotte, and without Kawhi, we should not have too many problems. Their defense isn't very good. It's It should be James Harden having a big game, Russell Westbrook getting to the basket, and Paul George dominating. And you know what? It has to start with Paul George and James Harden defensively. Uh, uh Mainly Paul George. James Harden just needs to be better than against Boston, and I think it'll be easier to be good defensively against Charlotte than against Boston, especially with the two-day rest, because Clippers, you know, they did go go to Indiana, then to OKC, and then you immediately have to play Boston. You know, it wasn't... But we played another team as well. It was... I'm blanking right now. Indiana, Dallas. Yeah, Dallas, and then played OKC. So... That was a lot of travel. We got a couple of days off. I'm thinking we should get a blowout. We should blow them out. Seriously. I mean, we've had a lot of blowouts this season for us. And it's time to add another one to the list. We're 11 and 4 at home. Let's make it 12 and 4 at home. Let's see Norman Powell have a bounce back game. I think he's going to because he had a bunch of great games and he didn't play well against the Celtics, but I think Charlotte's a team where he's going to be able to get to the rim, turn the corner, you know, have those little dribble handoffs going to his right uh, or curls going to his right, and he's going to get buckets. And then James Harden, you know, he didn't have a very good game against the Celtics. I think he'll be able to cook the Hornets, and hopefully Russell Westbrook has a good game as well. Um, looking at the stats for the Clippers, I was talking about Kawhi Leonard and his minutes. I also want to talk about the way he's shooting this season. 52% from the field and 43% from three and 88% from the line. I mean, that's just spectacular all the way around. But James Harden is also shooting really well this season as well. And that's something you can expect from James Harden over the years. He's pretty efficient uh, in the regular season, especially. This season, he's averaging 17.3 points per game to go along with five rebounds and eight assists. So 17, five, and eight as a third option on a team to go along with a steal and a half a game just like Kawhi, and he's actually averaging, believe it or not, 0.1 more blocks than Kawhi, 0.8. So James Harden, he's had super active hands. He's averaging 33.5 minutes per game, which is actually, for him, lower than last season, and it's actually the lowest minutes he's averaged since his OKC days. He's actually been one of the higher minutes guys in the league for the better part of 11 years and every single season since OKC he's averaged 36 minutes a game bare minimum so it's good because you know Russell Westbrook is with the Clippers as well so he's going to have his minutes running running lineups and stuff like that and of course James Harden actually hasn't been the third option much 
since those OKC days. It was just the Brooklyn days. And remember, that first season, KD, Kyrie, and Harden barely shared the court together. It was actually James Harden playing a lot of those games. So he was more like a first or second option than a third. And when I say third option, I mean he was a third scoring option. I think he was still a better player than Kyrie Irving in 2021. And then in 2022, Kyrie Irving had the whole vaccine thing. So James Harden and uh, Kevin Durant were the duo. And then, of course, with Embiid, he's the second guy. So James Harden, but he's still shooting really well. And I like those stats. I mean, five rebounds a game, it's 4.8 is the exact number. And assists, eight eight a game, 7.7 is the exact number. You'll take that. A little bit of everything. And then shooting 47% from the field and 43% from three and 87 from the line. The 43% from three is absolutely awesome. And here are the players right now shooting well from the Clippers or well from three for the Clippers. Here's the shocking one. Daniel Tice. He's shooting 53% from three. Now, granted, he only averages one three-point shot attempt a game. If he's, I didn't think he was shooting that well from three. He needs to keep shooting. We need to run more pick and pop. For Daniel Tice, not just pick and roll. And when I say pop, I don't mean just pop to the foul line. Let's let him pop to the three-point line and let it fly. If his percentage is that good, I don't think that's sustainable. But if he's even in the 40s, we should do that because it's going to add an element to our offense that we haven't had besides having surge for a little bit. And that didn't last very long a couple years ago. Let Daniel Tice let it fly. He's shooting 52% from three. That's wild. 53. That's wild to me. And here's what's not wild to me. Norman Powell shooting 50% from the field, 45% from three, and now he's got his free throw percentage up to 87.5. And people were talking about trading him on Twitter before the season and early on. You kidding me? Norman Powell is the perfect player to have alongside our stars. He can attack closeouts. He shoots an incredibly high percentage, 50% from the field and 45 from three. Even if that's not sustainable and he ends the season at around 40, that's what he's been the last couple of years. That's who he is. He's a bucket. He's a bucket. And this season, he's averaging 17, I'm sorry, 13 points a game, which is obviously down from last year. But with the personnel that we have, you knew he was going to be down from last year. Last year, 17. It would actually be his lowest scoring season since 2018-19 when they won the championship. But hey, anything that's similar to when they won the championship sounds good to me. So, and he's a better player than he was then. There's no doubt about that. I love the efficiency. And Norman Powell has actually played every single game for the Clippers this year, as has Russell Westbrook and Ivica Zubats. Those are the guys that have played 29 games, all 29 for the Clips. As far as the other three-point shooters, James Harden I already mentioned. Kawhi Leonard I already mentioned. They're actually shooting the exact same percentage from three, 42.9. Paul George, 40%. You got to love that. He's shooting 46% from the field, 40% from three, and 93% from the line. He is our best free throw shooter. Besides, Brandon Boston and P.J. Tucker have not missed a free throw this season, but they don't get real minutes. So, Paul George is our best free throw shooter. So, those are great shooting splits for him, too. As far as the other guys in our rotation... Kobe Brown, he's kind of broken his way into the rotation. He's shooting 33% from three, which isn't great. Amir Coffey, 29. That's not very good because he's starting to get consistent minutes. Russ, 25. And then Terrence, 21. Those three guys are in our nine-man rotation right now. And Ivica Zubats doesn't shoot threes. So that's four guys that are not necessarily three-point shooters, which is kind of a lot for today's game. Let me know what you think of that. 
Coming up, though, so I'm taking the Clippers over the Hornets big time. We swept them last year. We should absolutely beat them again. Let's get the job done. Beat the Hornets. Next, going to be talking about the game against Memphis on Friday. That's going to be a big one, and because a certain nemesis, eh, he's, he's even our nemesis, but he is a menace on and off the court. <laughs> okay, I got to stop. John Morant is back for the Grizzlies. He's not actually a menace. He's a, he seems like a good guy. But we got to beat him, and I'm going to talk about how we're going to beat him coming up. I got to tell you a little something about game time. Game time is the best place to get great deals on last minute tickets. And with those last minute t- tickets and last minute deals, all in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee, game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. You can even see the view from your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect when you get there. And all in prices show your total upfront, so you know you're getting a great deal without any hidden fees, because you know how those hidden fees are crazy add ons a lot of times. Just download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNBA for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-N-B-A for $20 off. So that's two ends back-to-back. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. All right, so the Clippers going up against the Memphis Grizzlies on Friday. They're going to have a two-day rest Wednesday and Thursday. They're off after the Charlotte game, after hopefully a win against Charlotte. Memphis, so they're kind of back in the mix a bit, and that's because John Morant is back. And ever since he's back, they've won all three games, and they haven't been against slouch opposition either. At New Orleans, game winner by Jaw. Against the Pacers, beat him by 13. At Atlanta, Jaw Morant is back, and he's ready to make some noise. They're 9-19. Right now, they're not in the playing spots. But we know the Memphis Grizzlies, they've been the second seed two consecutive seasons. They're a great regular season team. They're a good team in general. They've had some injuries this year, major ones. I mean, Jaw's been out with... Obviously, the suspension. Xavier Tillman's been out here and there. Steven Adams is out for the year. Brandon Clark is still out. Our good old friend Luke Kennard has been out. And now Marcus Smart is out. So Desmond Bain, Jaron Jackson, these guys have really been holding down the fort. But they haven't been playing well. And now Jaws back and they won three straight games. They've got the New Orleans Pelicans on Tuesday, which is going to be a good game probably. They already beat them, and this one's again at New Orleans. And then they're playing at Denver the night before they play us. So that's huge, absolutely huge. And that's a nationally televised game on – actually, no, it's not. But they're playing Denver on the road on Thursday. So hopefully they'll be a little tired. They're going to have to travel from the altitude to L.A. we got to get the job done, and we're on two days rest. we got to get the job done. It's going to be fun. You know what's interesting, though? John Morant hasn't played the Clippers at Staples Center since opening night, and I know that because – I went to the other game that season against them, and he was out. I think he might have been load managing that game, or they might have been load managing him. And then last year when we came back and beat them, he didn't play. And I don't remember us having another game against them at home. But yeah, it's going to be a big one. I think we're going to get the win. I think we're going to go 2-0 this week. And I think we're going to go get right back on track. We're going to be 20-12, and which is a pretty solid record through 32 games. 
And we're going to be feeling good. And hopefully, I have no prediction on this, but hopefully we get Kawhi Leonard back this week. Because look, Miami, that's going to be a tough one. Absolutely. That is not going to be easy next week. And the schedule will get a little bit on the tougher side. Because after Miami, we've got at Phoenix, at New Orleans, at the Lakers, and then against Phoenix. And then it calms down for two games. Not really, though. I mean, Toronto... Clippers against Toronto at home should be okay. And when I say at home, I mean our home. And But then at Memphis, at Minnesota, and then OKC after that. So January is going to be a really tough month. There are some tough games in there for us. But you know what? All we got to do is take it one game at a time and keep playing Clipper basketball. Daniel Tice, how about some more threes? Love the efficiency from Kawhi, Paul George, and James Harden overall this season. Can we get Kawhi Leonard back? It shouldn't matter on Tuesday night. The Clippers just take care of business. Let's get it done. Terrence Mann, hopefully this is a game he can get back on track. I'm really praying for it. Maybe we can get some kind of chance going for him at the game on Tuesday. I'm going to see what I can do to make it happen. Let's do it. Go Clippers. Let me know what you think. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Dime Dropper Pod. Subscribe to my own YouTube channel, Dime Dropper, for even more LA Clipper and LA Sports content. And Locked On Clippers is free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Let me know what you think our record's going to be this week. The age old proverb continues go Clippers.